Yo, I apologize. You might hear some background noise um, during this recording, only because we're in our different space. We're in a different space this week. We'll be back in our normal space next week, so we'll eliminate all that background noise. So we apologize if you could hear some of that. Um, but nonetheless, thank you for listening. All right, let's get into it, y'all. You're listening to Hot 16, the number one hip-hop podcast in the world. As you know, I am Stateline Jay. I'm here with Kane, Sorrell. Say what's up to the people. Y'all, what's going on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh... We finally here, man. The life of Pablo is finally here. Ooh. We got a title for Talop. The life of Pablo. T L O P. Hashtag T L O P. Hashtag none of us, of none Pablo. of us thought that. Nope, I didn't guess it. I guess some twenty-year-old one. He like won all the tickets and shit. I saw it on Twitter. Apparently, we didn't do it, but it's cool. So we still here. Yeah, we're we still we here. Did. That's the good news. We here. We didn't go to Yeezy season three, but I, I don't think we really missed much. You know. But anyways, though, it looked uh, tight. It looked pretty tight. Aesthetically, it looked cool. Yeah, it looked, it looked cool. I would have liked to sit really, next to 50 Cent. You couldn't really hear the music, you know what I mean, over the stream. So uh, I'm glad that we actually finally got to hear the album. For those that haven't heard the album, you got to hurry up and hear the album, man. Go listen to the album. Listen to the album, then listen to the show, then listen to the album again, then listen to the show again. How about that? That sounds a good idea? That sounds good. I think that it sounds, sounds good. I think that's a good idea. Um, I want to thank everybody that listened last week and for sticking around. You are here for track two. I appreciate that. Give it up for yourselves. Um... One thing we're going to start doing, you know, we're doing a weekly playlist. You're going to see it in the show notes. You guys can see the playlist. It's basically a recap of the show. It's going to have artists, good music, some artists you probably haven't even heard before. Um, that's going to be in the show notes. Um, I watched the movie Dope, finally. Too. Finally? I finally saw Dope. I saw You've Dope. It's on Netflix. sleeping, bro. Yo, I, I don't want to sound like corny, but Dope is Dope. <laughs> yeah. That shit was Dope. Uh, everything. Like... And maybe I'm a little biased because I grew up in Inglewood, but I just I love that movie, man. So if you have not seen Dope, please go go on Netflix, go borrow somebody Netflix if you can't afford nine bucks a month. Go borrow the homies Netflix. And, it had a uh, nice coming of age feel to it. Man, it was yeah. dope. It was really like the Wood Part Two. That's what it felt like. It yeah. felt like, like a like, Wood Friday yeah, type like of modern mix. day the Wood. Yeah. So and shout I, out to ASAP Rocky because they ain't have him looking corny in there. Yeah, and he he actually did a good job, man. Yeah, I was impressed with his a lot of times you know when like certain rappers they get these like. You know, yeah. cameos, they yeah. mad corny, but he actually, he held it down. Yeah. And I mean, Zoe, everybody Zoe in that movie. And I, what I love mm. about it. Zoe Kravitz. Mm. That's all I'm going to say. What? Zoe Kravitz. The braids, though? Oh, man. Uh, even, hey, even Chanel Iman, no. Oh, Ooh. yeah. When she you ran across, when she when ran she across the street, across street to go pee? Yo. What? <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, that's all I'm going to say. Eat his pound cake? <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Well, I love it though, man, because one thing that movie did, it took a bunch of young, talented artists. Yeah. A lot of people didn't even know these guys, and they were able to put together a great movie. Yeah. It was, was just an awesome movie. So like like Jay said, man, if you haven't seen Dope, borrow somebody's Netflix account, yeah. use the seven-day free trial, whatever you got to do, check it out, and support great art. That shit was good. That shit was a good, good movie. Well, so it sounded like everybody had a good weekend. Um the weekend got got over, and then you know what happened on the day after Valentine's Day? We had the Grammys finally, um, and so we are here to deliver the Grammy recap um, and give you guys, you know, just a rundown of who won, who didn't win, the performances. Um, man, the Grammys were a big deal, man. That boy Kendrick brought it home for Compton, brought it home for hip hop, nominated for eleven awards. I just learned this last night uh, or whatever day that was. We were watching it. Um, he. Was the second most nominees to Michael Jackson? Under Mike. To Michael Jackson? Yeah, so if Michael you share, Jackson. It's kind of like basketball. If you, if you write under uh, Wilt Chamberlain or Michael Jordan, and if you in music and you write under Michael Jackson, <laughs> you, you know you're doing something. But yeah, think you know about it, something. though. Think about it. 
This is a rapper. A rapper. Yeah. This rapper. isn't a country singer. Nope. It isn't a rock star. Nope. It's not a pop artist. A rapper. And a real rapper. He's uh, not like a you know yeah, a commercial not a sellout guy. Yeah. He was a rapper. So it's that K-Dot. was, it was an awesome. He's thing. ours. And to see <laughs> to see where he came from, I was watching the documentary today on uh, Vice Land. I yeah. don't know if you guys know about it. It's, uh, yeah. Vice TV's their little documentary series. It's gonna yeah. be on YouTube. And it had Kendrick in the hood, in Bompton, with Bloods behind him, giving his story. And you see that, to go from that to 11 Grammys? Yeah. Man, such a powerful story. So anybody out there that's listening to this, that uh, needs some inspiration. Uh, check that out. I still that watched is it yet. an amazing story, man. And Kendrick Lamar has one of the best stories. So yeah, congrats to Kendrick on that, man. For he real. did us all justice. For real. So what do you think about uh, the? I was gonna ask well, who had the best performance, but I, I think we all kind of know who had the best. performance. Yeah, I think we all now, know, right? Yeah, we all know. Oh, why you say that? Just us? We only we know. I think we know. We know. We know. The world don't know. <laughs> the world might not know. I saw I saw some <laughs> tweets out there. Oh, you know, and um, did you? I, yeah. So I was wondering. So remember how Beyonce got all that slander and that backlash for her performance? You know, at the at the Super Bowl, like. I was just going to say how I hadn't really seen any, but maybe I hadn't been looking for the Kendrick slander. Were people, like, really giving him a hard time? Yeah, people were, you know, people were saying, like, oh, I can't make out what he's saying. Why is he bringing, you know, race to a performance where it's supposed oh, to be happy? Man. Different things like that. And, you know, what it is is a lot of people don't understand our culture. A lot of people don't understand yeah, the yeah. culture of rap music and yeah. the the message that he tries to deliver sometimes. And um, right. it's unfortunate because he doesn't, you know, he doesn't try to, like, you know, protect one group and then kick the other one. Yeah, no. He's just saying, you know, what what some people have been through. And, right. you know, he don't like it. And he rather for us to be in a better place. Yeah. Here's right. the thing, man. So you, you have rappers. Yeah. Each rapper represents a certain group Region. of people. Right. Drake represents mainstream rap right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Wiz Khalifa, he represents, like, the, the smoker uh, genre of rap. No group of people. You have Travis Scott. He represents the rage right now. Right. Yeah. That's where he's at. Kendrick represents black hip hop. Like he truly embodies the black journey in hip hop. And I know me, I love being black. I love it to my core. And I look in the mirror every day. I love what I see. I love everything about being black. I love skin culture. I love art. And this is not knocking. I love, I have love and respect for everyone. Like I, I love everyone, race, creed, color, religion. It doesn't matter. I'm just speaking from when I wake up in the morning yeah. and I look in the mirror and I look at my wife, I look at my kids. I love being black. I love our hair. I love the way our, we talk. I love the foods we eat. I love our culture. And yeah. Kendrick embodies all of that, man. Of he yeah. raps. He does it so well and so elegant. And doesn't single anybody out. Just like at all. He doesn't mm-hmm. single. He does it with such a powerful message. There's so much reverence behind what he's saying. And you can tell that he's truly on a mission. Yeah. Yeah. He's truly on a mission to help change lives and empower lives for anybody to look at this man's work to look at his performance and try to slander him for that, they're just blinded by ignorance. Like, you can't even get mad at it. I always tell people, you don't get mad at that because they don't even understand. For one, Killer Mike said this about Beyonce's performance and her her songs. Anybody that's out there slandering her, talking about she's being racial, she's not even talking to you. Like, (laughs) everything's not about you. Stop (laughs) getting offended by every single little thing. Like, Kendrick Lamar wasn't even talking to you guys that are slandering him on Twitter. He was talking to a specific group of people all those kids out in Compton that don't think that it's possible to come out of them gang-ridden neighborhoods right. because they keep seeing their brother and their sister getting killed. He's like, no, I'm speaking directly to you, watching the Grammys. 
you can do it mm -hmm. and you can do it on this level and i'm gonna show y'all that i feel everything y'all going through and for people to hate on that you just being ignorant and then, right. man you got to get that man props and respect props, man, you have because he's doing something to. this is almost like it's god sent yeah. like he's almost yeah. like an angel yeah. for certain people we might not necessarily relate to it on a ground level because we don't come from those roots but there are people out there that truly relate to this man and for people to tear him down and they're, they're just doing a disservice to society it's crazy, oh, yeah. it's crazy. like i was uh <laughs> i watched the performance i didn't watch the grammys live so i was watching his performance like afterward when he got on youtube you know everybody uploaded they couldn't take it off fast enough with the whole copyright thing mm -hmm. <laughs> so i finally got to see the performance and uh it's funny because after the performance they flashed like i wanted to see people's reaction in the crowd right and it's funny because they they panned to Common like right after his performance. Oh, and he was clapping. Common was hyped. Common was hyped. You can hear him. Common was hyped. And like seeing Common be that excited because Common's one of one of my favorite MCs. So like seeing him be excited <laughs> for that moment, I, like it made me even more excited. I was already excited, but I was like, yeah, that's damn right. I wish I was there. Yeah, kind of thing, right? And then right after that, they quickly panned to like some other audience members, some some white people. I don't know. And like they just looked kind of less like they they were clapping, but they were just kind of like, mm, all right, that's interesting. Cool. That's cool. Yeah, I don't know what's happening, but cool. That's cool. He did a good job, right? And then they panned the Rev Run, and Rev Run turned up. He turned up. He like, yeah, yeah like he, he's happy. You know what I mean? You could tell LL Cool like, J wanted to like, but he was right. like, man, I gotta keep the show going. But <laughs> yeah, man, your like just right seeing there that juxtaposition that was taking place of of people that were like, thank you for using this platform to speak your mind, and then the other side of people just being like, this wasn't really the right place to speak your mind. But thank you, I guess. <laughs> like it was just kind of weird, like seeing that. But where? What is the right place? Yeah, right. The right this place? is the biggest platform in the world at that time, besides the Super Bowl. Did they? The biggest platform in music. Why wouldn't you do it? They, did, and it's Kendrick Lamar. Did. Like I mean, you you give him a platform to speak right. or to express himself. Yeah. You think he's gonna go up there and perform like uh, King Kool and <laughs> have everybody dancing around? No, he's gonna say something that right. you know people can watch and listen to people are gonna go back and listen to the black of the barrier oh yeah for sure that's sure. like that's what? crazy because that was my favorite song i think i said last week that was my favorite song on the album and i'm surprised that he even performed that because that song is not for everybody like i was i always tell people like that is the song if you saw my post on instagram that is the song that the people that were there needed to see and hear and the song that we wanted to see and hear you know what i mean so it, it was dope that he chose that platform and that song. It was just perfect timing. I do want to ask y'all, though, all right, because he performed all right, too. And he changed some lyrics. I don't know if y'all noticed. But on the hook, when he said, um, and we hate Popo, they want to kill us dead in the streets for sure. He didn't say that. They they made him change the lyrics. That's the only thing I didn't really like about the performance. He said the preacher's door over and yeah, over and over. Yeah, he said it like two that. or three times. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, See, at oh, first, wow. I thought he messed up, but maybe it could have been. Oh, no, he didn't mess up. Lyrics. That was intentional. Yeah. It was intentional. Yeah. And I want to know what y'all think about that. Like, like, does that take away from the performance for you personally? Because to me, I was kind of like, ah, he could have. I wanted him to say that. Just like when we saw when we saw Straight Outta Compton and they told him, don't perform, fuck the police, right? And, and they were was like, like we're going to say that shit anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, how do y'all feel about him, like, censoring himself? If, if that's what happened. I don't know if maybe it was a mistake or not, but if that's what happened, how do you feel about that? If it was a mistake and he had to, like, you know, catch himself and get back yeah. on track, then I completely understand. However, yeah. if he had, if he, if someone told him, hey, listen, Kendrick, you already got the people coming out here in chains and there's the, you know, <laughs> the things that we got right. to fire over here, you have to change that cop line. I don't think he should have. But, yeah. you know, there's, there's other positions in power. You got Top Dog. You got, um, you know, a few other people who could have been like, you know what, let's just do this. 
Let's like, just end the night. Cool. You already you gonna win the most. Yeah, you got it. Anyway. Let's do it. You so already, for Kendrick, you already I don't. A stand anyway, yeah, right? I don't see it as yeah. a as a sellout yeah. type of thing, but yeah. you know, I mean, I don't know. I mean, um, to me, it sounded like it, it was a skit. I, his energy levels were super high, so I can easily see how you can forget the word. I've done it. I've been on stage before. You turned up. Yeah. You're just like, man. Yeah. I know I missed the word right there, but keep it going. Right. If if someone did ask him, I'm assuming they would have asked him in the most polite way, and he's like, you know what? I'm gonna be respectful. I mean, you guys did give us this platform because the times were totally different. When NWA was doing it, they didn't he want them to perform at all. So it's like, no, <laughs> right. we have to yeah. take a stand right now. I don't think Kendra necessarily would have to take that sort of stand. I think if they did ask him out of respect, and like I said, with Top Dog, they're like, you know what, we'll, we'll do it. It's not yeah. a big deal for this yeah. one particular line. People know where we stand on it. Right. So oh, yeah. we'll take it out. Our performance is going to be powerful enough. Yeah. Like That point. one line isn't going to hinder anything, that we're, the message that we're trying to send. Yeah, and also, you know, it's... It, the Grammys are in LA, you know that's yeah. Kendrick's home, and you got him winning that night. So he wins. Anyway. It could have been a lot, and especially with yeah. the police brutality being such a big thing. If Kendrick would have said, you know, we hate Popo, the city might have lost it. Yeah, they'd be like, our man won these Grammys. <laughs> he said, fuck, fuck the, police. the police. So I'm saying, <laughs> and it could have been to that that's point. True. It could have been true. outrage. Kendrick, Kendrick could have decided, you know, I'm not gonna say that on purpose. Yeah, like yeah. I he knew he, what he, he knew what they wanted. They knew Beyonce had the whole yeah. debacle with. That that mm-hmm. dialogue behind her before he probably knew if I say this line, it's actually might turn on yeah, what we're trying to it do. Get worse, yeah. yeah. It might ruin everything that Beyonce did that Killer Mike is out here doing. Right. What I'm trying to do, so let me not say it because that's actually going to take us back. That's, to a, good, stuff, that's right? a good point because yeah, it's almost as if like NWA already paid that price. Yeah. So that you don't have to. So that rappers they don't have to do that no more. You know what I mean? So yeah, I, all right, I, I can rock with that. It kind of rubbed me the wrong way at the time, but after talking to y'all, like it makes a lot of sense. That makes a lot oh, yeah. of sense. For and me. I mean, in K Dot, we believe, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. So we already know he ain't he ain't about nothing like that. Yeah. So since we've already like just, you know talked about the performance, um, what about did y'all catch Miguel? Did you catch? Miguel? I did catch Sing Miguel's performance. My life. I didn't like it. No. Because not, not I didn't like it because he didn't do yeah. a good job. He did a great job. However, when I hear a Michael Jackson tribute, I'm thinking. You know the energy, oh, you know, of the yeah. That was a weird yeah. song to to pick. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then you got the what was it? The back screen playing Mike, and yeah. the the lips weren't sync. Yeah, so I just I wasn't what, feeling. What song it. did he do? I didn't. I didn't he catch did, uh, it. She's before. out of my life. Yeah, it was. He sounded good though. Yeah. It was almost like it was if it was for uh, commercial purposes. Yeah, like when they 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 gypped Miguel a couple years back when he um he performed <laughs> the Dorn right, and they cut to commercial on him. Yeah. So I, was, I don't know. I don't like how they do Miguel. It was weird because I once again I watched it on the internet later and like I was like okay I'm about to watch Miguel perform. You know I was thinking he was gonna perform some off the album or you know or, or he was gonna and I saw it was like a Michael Jackson tribute. So I was like oh he might do like a couple songs. Yeah, a tribute is not a minute and a half. No, <laughs> like, it's not. half I, the I, people I, that was there don't even know that song. <laughs> right, like that's not even a song that a lot of people really know unless you like really are a Michael Jackson fan. Yeah. You know oh. what I mean? Which I mean, most people are, but like a lot of people that don't song, really know that. People don't know that song. Yeah, it's not a go-to song. So no. it was kind of weird. I mean, he he did a good job though. He killed the song, but it was just weird. I was like, y'all just gonna give my man a minute and a half to to sing a rendition and then introduce the award. Like, yeah, Mike has plenty of other songs that you can sing, and yeah. we all know Miguel's not the biggest you know dancer. Last right. time he tried that, you know, <laughs> he, he messed a girl up, blew a girl face. There was yeah, so yeah, there was there was a bunch of other songs that I think Miguel could have chose to do, or they yeah. could have had him do vice versa, whatever. And um, I just I wasn't feeling it. Yeah, or they could have got like a collection of people. Yeah. And I like, I, mean, Miguel. Like, I like yeah, Miguel. I like Miguel. I like Miguel a lot. Like 
he, yeah, they could have just got like a collection of people and do like yeah. three or four songs. I don't know. It was just kind of weird and kind of forced yeah. to me. But it was a, he did a good job, you know, for what I could speak, um, for what I could see. What about like Rihanna? Like, do y'all think she was really sick? She really had bronchitis, or she just wasn't she fucking was with it? She wasn't fucking with it. I don't think she was sick. And the reason I'm mad at Rihanna for not performing, yeah, is because who opened the Grammys? I didn't watch it. You got Taylor me. Swift. <laughs> okay. For us, Rihanna is our Taylor Swift. Okay, that's. All I, I would say, yeah. you know, she's our pop star. We got Beyonce, but Beyonce's she's on a whole another level yeah, than Rihanna. She's international, um, doing her own. Thing. As far as like, I think someone that you know that we always we know and love. I think she's our superstar for the young crowd, you know. And I wanted to see that. I wanted to see her, you know, perform her song. Yeah, I wanted to see her dance. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to see her work. I'm not the biggest Rihanna <laughs> fan of her. I can't lie. You know, I I appreciate what she does. Yeah. So every so often, but I mean, it doesn't kill me that she didn't perform. I don't. I don't think she's the best performer in the world. This oh, is my man. personal opinion. She's grown, trust me. Yeah. I've seen her progression, but I you know. I like this new album. Watch somebody else. Album's the album's great. I like you know, surprisingly, album. every Rihanna fan said this is her worst album. I know. What? Everybody's it's saying it's not a good album. Because, I'm like, this is my first album. Okay. I've ever listened to a Rihanna. Okay. I, I equate I don't know. this, I equate this to the same people that said to Pimp a Butterfly is not good. Right? Mm. It's because it's not what they're used to. Yeah. yeah. Pimple Butterfly was so different from Good Kid Mad City that people that love Good Kid Mad City was like, I don't really like this new album, right? This version of Rihanna is so different from any of her other albums that it's easy for the Rihanna fan, quote unquote, to be like, I don't like it. Because it ain't like a bu- it ain't pop heavy. There ain't a bunch of dance records. Mm-hmm. Like she's like really she ain't singing. She's singing. And it's not a ratchet. This album. It's not a ratchet. Yeah, album. it's not ratchet. Like it's classy. Like, so, yeah, I can understand, like, the Rihanna fan being like, this shit ain't even good. Yeah. No, they lying. They wrong. Yeah, this album my, is they hating. For this my album first good. album that I've ever sat through and listened, yeah. I was impressed, man. It was a really great album. Yeah. Just the the way it was organized, the way it was put together and arranged. She did a real good job. It was a great R&B album. And I was like, man, I'm always waiting for these artists like Beyonce and Rihanna to put together a great R&B album. I think she did that this time around. So, I mean, I probably won't go back and listen to her, the rest of her catalog, but she did a damn good job with this yeah, one. So, she did a good job. I, I, hats I off to Rihanna on this I one. I fucks with it, for real. Um, so, what about, like, the winners? Any surprises? Anybody you thought was supposed to win that didn't win? I mean, I think we all kind of knew Kendrick was going to clean sweep the hip-hop category. Um, no surprises Pretty there. Much. Uh, yeah. Rap categories? Nah. Um, they didn't even make it fair, though. Like, they, it wasn't, nah, they, they, they made it even, like, they make you think. It was kind of but- lopsided. Nah. But it goes back to our last conversation. Like, I don't know if it should have been lopsided, though. I mean, I'm happy Kendrick won. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I love the Pimp Butterfly. I think it's, it's well-deserving. But, man, J. Cole has some stuff on there, man, that could have been awesome. That was awesome. I mean, we're thinking of the best song. We know Fetty Wap had something in, as far as, like, yeah, the best song. So, yeah, he had a dope single. Yeah, so, I, I mean... It's cool that he won. It's great that Kendrick swept it, and it hit for history's purposes. It was great. I don't know, man. It, it, but it's so who who's to say who's right and who's wrong? Right, right, right. Yeah, we don't. Vote, we we so made we TV. Just, we just hear an opinion. It was on TV. <laughs> now, other than other than rap, um, yeah. I do want to say shout out to D'Angelo and Vanguard because they came home with two awards. Okay, which is really dope because you know D'Angelo, dope. he you know he took some time off. Have you listened to that album? Yes. It's good. Man, I man. I was really upset, kind of upset that Tyrese didn't win enough. Rent a I was a little for shame, especially when yeah. Layla had Layla, Layla Hathaway won one over him. But when he lost to D'Angelo, I couldn't be mad. D'Angelo's yeah, you know, album was the Pimple Butterfly was, was of R and B. It was old. It was great goodness. for D'Angelo to you know, like I said, he went away, did whatever he had to do. He came back. He had a little bit of weight issues, and he had to deal with the press and the media. 
and he when he left, he was at the top of his game as far as physical appearance, vocals, and you know for him to come back and do this and to get recognized for it, you know I think that's really good. I think that's that's it's deserving. That album is one of the best albums of the last ten years. Oh yeah, like you don't skip a song. That I like I give everybody's album and it's independent. one listen. Yeah, dude, that album Dope. almost changed my life, dog. Like. I'm listening to it like this brother says some crazy stuff. The instrumentation, the way it's arranged. I didn't think I would like a D'Angelo CD like this. Because, wow. you know, we were young. That's big. Yeah, when, last when time Brown we seen him, he had shirt off. Yeah, Brown shirt. <laughs> we was young. That's like the only song we know cut. about. Yeah. Like, that's that's it. It. I, I hate that that's the first thing I think about when somebody says <laughs> D'Angelo. D'Angelo like, I think about this nigga butt-ass naked. Him with the braids. I don't like that. On BET. <laughs> Maybe I need to listen to that album the so Vanguard, I can get that image out my head. Yeah, let me tell you. The Vanguard album is powerful. Like, yeah. if we had more artists that were brave enough to, well, we do with Kendra Lamar, but we had more artists brave enough to make this type of music, man, the world would be a better place. I got, I got a surprise for you. Well, quick, quick mention. Uh, J. Cole should have won Best Rap Album. That's just me. Uh, I know I'm a little biased on that. When you got the only, the first album in 25 years with no, uh, no features, you know what I mean? To go platinum, and it's a rap album. He did all his production. He wrote the songs himself. Why, you why this life? man? Why this man? Listen, what this man got to do? Grammys. What does he have to do? What does J. Cole have to do? All right. <laughs> Make another great I, album. I, I love Kendrick. I love Kendrick. Listen, I, I'm sounding like Kanye right now, huh? You like, tweet. I, I, you tweet right cool. now. You was cool. You but, tweeting. But you ain't got J. the answers, Grammys. <laughs> J. Cole had the you best ain't got album the answers. of the year. <laughs> Kendrick was cool, but J. Cole had the best album of the year. All right? <laughs> that's all I'm going to say about that. Yeah. But... One one surprise though, y'all know Trinidad James won for Uptown Funk. Oh yeah. Oh, he says he gets yeah. paid nice. He gets paid yeah. like he, he got paid like two hundred. What did he do on that song? Cause I, cause I saw a headline like they I took, saw a meme. They somebody took, said they, they when Trinidad James won a, when yeah. a Grammy. He made like I think they made like two hundred thousand off of that. Cause they oh, took yeah. what? That one that song part. Was annoying as fuck. Don't so believe me, just watch. Don't believe me, just watch. They took that wait one. Part. They had they paid him for that. They yeah. had that's his. It's almost like sampling. He made like two hundred thousand off. But of that. don't believe me. Just watch. Yeah. And he got royalties, and they gave him royalties off of it. They didn't just cut him a did check. Did he trademark that phrase or something? Yes. Am I missing something? I yeah, he, he made did. the record. Yo, we, need to, record. we yeah. need to come up with a phrase. We that's like sell it. that's like when Cash Baby was upset because they didn't trademark bling bling. Remember Listen. that bling bling oh, is in a dictionary. Yeah. He got a Grammy for that for yep. one phrase. Yo, we gonna have to come. Up. We all right. It's that's, a writer's This phrase. week we coming up with a phrase. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. And we're going to trademark that bitch and like Drake a penny for every, Drake, everybody that used Drake it. didn't trademark YOLO. Everybody started using that. Like, you, I didn't. mean, you don't know. You can't tell when these phrases going to catch on, but. That's crazy. That might I didn't be the know new that. thing, man. Copyright yeah, everything you say. Oh, yeah. He's not even signed another, no more. Uh, <laughs> he got dropped. Yeah. And another um another winner of the night that I was actually really happy for, and don't don't give me no slack for this, but it was uh, Skrillex, Jackie, um, um, Skrillex, Diplo, and Justin Bieber okay. for best dance record. And yeah, then, where um, are you now? Yeah, Yo, and then they had right yeah, there. and then uh, Skrillex and Diplo. You so know, they went for video. Best uh, no, nah, best dance video. Record. And then uh, they also too. won for best album, the Jack U, which was actually a really great album. And um, <laughs> you know, just shout out to them because you know a lot of times songs like that they get really overlooked. And I, I figure yeah. Diplo and Skrillex, they they love hip hop. They always show love, and I feel like it's only right that they got looked at. Yeah, you know, that's dope. O- overall, what y'all think? Grammys? Yay, nay? Was it good? Nay, nay. Hey, fuck with it. I ain't gonna lie. You see Ice Cube. Yeah, Ice Cube yeah, got yeah, on yeah, stage and left. I was like, hey, that's a real G right there. And he was smoking a blunt when he that got out to the car. Ghetto. I ain't seen him smoking a blunt so long. <laughs> he was like, I was staying for that old boring bullshit. I think I'm staying for this three hour bullshit. Y'all got me fucked up. Yeah, that was that was kind of that was kind of ratchet, but all right, so it was good. I didn't watch it. I never, I rarely ever watch awards. Shout out Run anyway. DMC. They got the Lifetime Achievement. Oh, that's dope. 
Did they? Yeah. See, I didn't. Even they didn't get no. Uh, I didn't know that. No honoring though. No, no real like. There wasn't nobody no tribute. out there. It was not. They didn't get no nah. tribute. Not even like nah. one of their weak songs. Nobody was out there rapping. Not the songs. BET Awards. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Come on now. They're not gonna do that. The Grammys. Nah. I Hey. We let Kendra perform. That's enough. That's we all. We put y'all on TV. <laughs> they we gave for a whole lot right yeah. now. They didn't want nobody out there in track suits. You know, yeah, for a whole suits. lot right all now. Right. Okay, we got LL hosting again. Again, all we right, let so. Bow Wow do the pre-show. <laughs> hey, y'all, boy, y'all getting greedy y'all, over here. Man. <laughs> oh shit! So we just asking for too much. Then. Too much. All right. So speaking of asking for too much, how about this nigga Kanye? So, Woo. I mean, he said he went in a hundred Grammys. He said he gonna win a hundred Grammys. First off, that's I mean, you got to make music for a long fucking time to win 100 Grammys. Uh, but, like, what do y'all think about what do y'all think about this dude? And then I'll say what I think about this dude, because I got a lot to share. But I'm going to save it. What y'all think about this dude, Kanye? How you like? I know y'all like Kanye West, right? You I like will. Kanye West? Let me go ahead and go first. I'll just keep it G. Yeah. Do you I, like Kanye West before you uh, keep I it I love G? Kanye West. Love Kanye love West? Love Kanye West. Okay. And, um, you know, I love Kanye. Love his music. Okay. Um, the Yeezy season three, I'm not crazy about those clothes, or whatever, but you know, the music, everything that, you know, everything that he does other than tweet, I like it. Everything, but, um, keyword tweet. As far as the tweeting, uh, you know, I can care less. I don't like Kanye on Twitter. Okay. I just feel like it's a lot of, it gives a lot of people the opportunity to be like, that's why I don't like him. And yeah. you know, things like that. But for me, it's cool as fuck, I can care less because he's an artist and he makes music that I like. And I, I look at it like this. With Michael Jackson, not to compare him, but with Michael Jackson, there was a lot of, you know, out the studio issues that went on with him, but it didn't alter the fact that he made great music. And with Kanye, that's all I care about. Even Michael Jackson, it did alter the fact. But I want Jay to go, because me and Jay talked about it a little bit. No, I'm going to go last, man. Let me go last. You got a lot to say, too? I feel like I got to feed off of what you say. Okay. You you said something a day or two ago. So I didn't hear what you say, because I got some stuff. uh, I'm just going to start it off. I'm glad I said my piece first. For one, this might get need a parental advisory. I'm let yeah. any my dad. I know he listened to the last episode. My <laughs> wife, anybody, this might get a little Hide crazy. Your kids, because I'm the biggest. <laughs> I think I'm the biggest Kanye West fan in the room since before we had the college dropout mixtapes to early production with Jay Z and stuff like this. So I've watched the whole progression of the career. Yeah. But I'm gonna let Jay go, and I'm just I'm, gonna feed off of him because I got stuff to say. I know he I got a lot to say too. All right, man. <clears throat> Here's the thing, y'all. Yeah, y'all listening out there. So, I don't need to preface it by saying that I like Kanye West because I think we all agree that we all like Kanye West. The nigga is talented. He's a genius. He's dope. All right. Um, but I'm one of those people that can separate the artist from the art. Like, I, it's easy for me to say that dude weird or that dude. You know, I can't. I don't, I don't even want to like. I don't ever want to meet him. But he made great music, right? I can do that for across any type of art, right? Whether it's sports, anything. Um, but I want to read some tweets from this dude. I'm sure if you haven't by now, you can go follow him on Twitter and just read the tweets just from Don't the do 14th. it. Don't yeah, do if it. You, if you dare. <laughs> from I love Kanye and I do not 15th. follow him. Um, I found it funny that it took place on Valentine's Day. I'm like, nigga, you don't have nothing else to do with Kim on the 14th? but the tweet all day long. Uh, but I just want to read through them and I'll give some commentary on my feelings. Y'all can interject if you're ready. I might have your ears for about five minutes though. So stay patient with me. All right. Uh, so he starts out this rant asking Mark Zuckerberg. I'm just going to read it. I'm going to read it like I'm Kanye. Mark Zuckerberg. 
invest $1 billion in the Kanye West ideas. Now, when I first read this, I didn't know if he was telling us that he did, like Mark Zuckerberg did it. Was he asking? Because there ain't no punctuation. So I don't know whether he's telling us Mark Zuckerberg has already done this or he needs to do this or can you please do this? I don't know. But I'm like, all right, this is this might be interesting. So I went to the next one. After realizing he is the greatest living artist and greatest artist of all time. So again, was he telling us that Mark Zuckerberg already gave him a billion dollars after realizing that Kanye is the greatest? I don't. Anyways, then he says, I'm a fix wolves. Um, okay, those don't relate. But thank you because we all missed Vic Mensa's verse on wolves. So thank you if that's what you mean. Uh, please, for all music lovers, please subscribe to Title. I decided not to sell my album for another week. Please subscribe to Title. Okay. He's just trying to, you know, he's trying to build up that Title fan base. I understand it. I can rock with it, I guess. Man, thank you so, so much, everyone, for signing up to Title. Title is now the number one app in the world. That was like minutes after that first tweet, right? So, Title becomes number one app in the world because he wants everybody to sign up. Now, if you like me out there, you signed up for Title. You got your little trial so you can hear the album, right? We, I mean, we all did that. Right. Because it was free for a month or whatever, right? Just because it's number one for that moment don't mean it's going to stay number one. Like, niggas don't want to stick around with Title. Well, we'll get back to that in a second. Title is also funding a lot of my scripted content ideas. It's a new day, people. More ultra-light dreams to be realized. I'm practicing my Grammy speech. I'm not going to the Grammys unless they promise me the album of the year. What do y'all think about that? Is he going to be nominated for album of the year? I know it's early in the year, but do y'all see this upholding? You see this withstanding? I can see it withstanding. I can yeah. see it in the category for album of the year. Well, it's Kanye West. Yeah. yeah I mean, they're going to do it. And it's, it's a... For sure. Anyway, they, they yeah, did it all day this year. Okay. And we know that shouldn't have been nominated. Yeah. yeah. But, but especially, yeah, Life of Pablo is going to be nominated. So around here is when he starts getting weird, right? So those those tweets are just like regular Kanye bullshit, right? But this is when it starts getting crazy to me. Um, I made Dark Fantasy and Watch the Throne in one year and wasn't nominated for either. I will have over 100 Grammys before I die. Next tweet, I am the Jordan and Steph Curry of music, meaning I'm the best of two generations. Thoughts? I think Anybody? it should talk. It's true. Is he I'm, just talking shit? I think, not- I think it's... Man, I, he's a competitor. He's been like that since we first met him. I think it's just that's with any rapper. Any rapper, they think they're the best. I hear some some whack rappers. I've heard Young Thug say he gonna be around for another hundred years. <laughs> okay, so he just he just pumping himself. But up. this is credible. I, I mean, it's, it's credible. It's though. credible for sure. But I mean, he hype. Sometimes I think you know when you hype, yeah. you do it. There's a lot of but times. He's always the, hype. <laughs> always. Man, he he is got he a ever lot. just he, does he ever just chill? Like, is he ever just? Do you think he's ever just cool? Like I don't think he has time to chill. <laughs> Maybe when he takes his daughter to ballet. I think he says That's the time, time. He said that. He said the time that he gets to relax is when he takes his oh, daughter no, to ballet. Man. I feel like he'd be in there talking about Nori, the best fucking ballet dancer he ever seen. I, I just have that <laughs> feeling. Like he'd just be in there like, look at these other little girls in here. They all weak. Nori the best. I'm like that about my son. <laughs> Take your son to ballet? Nah, but if I did, if I took him to tap dancing, uh, you know, any class like that, I'd be like, yeah. yo, he... He's killing it. My son is a Savon Glover. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay. So so then he goes back to Mark Zuckerberg, and he says, Mark Zuckerberg, I know it's your birthday, but can you please call me by tomorrow? Nigga, why does Mark... <laughs> why are you asking Mark Zuckerberg on his... You know it's his birthday. You acknowledge that it's this man's birthday. Why do you think he got time to call you? By tom- and then you're giving him a deadline like he worked for you. 
kind of shit is this? Right? And this is just getting started. This is just getting started. And again, I like Kanye West. All right? I love the artist. Or I love the art, rather. Uh, you love hip-hop. You love my art. I am your favorite artist, but you watch me barely breathe and still play my album in your house. What is he talking about? What is this about? He, he never gets to the point. World, please tweet, FaceTime, Facebook, Instagram, whatever you got to do to get Mark to support me. I'm this generation's Disney. I want to bring dope shit to the world. I don't have enough resources to create what I really can. So this is where he loses me. All right. Because this man. So y'all heard about the reports reportedly $53 million in debt or he spends. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the real story is. I don't know. Because I read TMZ and they were talking about like he's not really in debt. He just spends like crazy. He invests in all his uh, ideas, whatever. But he has a tweet later. Um, where he says, basically, like, he doesn't have enough money to fund what he's trying to do, right? And it's like, nigga, you are on a platform to make money, to bring stuff to the world. He has the nerve to say things in, in these tweets. I'm trying to find this one tweet um, where he's talking about, oh, here we go, here we go. So if I spent money on my ideas, I cannot afford to take care of my family. <coughs> I am in a place so many artists end up. Yes, I am personally rich and I can buy furs and houses for my family, but I need access to more money in order to bring more beautiful ideas to the world. So I felt I felt disrespected when he when he said these things because everybody in here and a lot of people that are listening out there, we are all struggling artists. Like real struggling artists, right? Correct. Kanye, your struggle right now is not like my struggle. You know what I mean? This is why we love artists like Kendrick Lamar, J. Cole, Wale. They create they create art that we can relate to. It's relatable. You mm-hmm. you hear that that hunger still in them, and you feel like yeah, they're they're famous, but they're just like me. I'm just like him. I can see myself in you, Kanye. You out here complaining about not having enough money to fund your billion dollar ideas? There's a kid out there listening to you, watching you that has an idea that may only cost a thousand dollars to make. You know what I mean? And they don't have anything like we it makes me so angry it made me i got really emotional when i listened when i was reading these because i'm like dude like you you are making your fan base you're alien alienating us to a point because at some point we looked at you as inspiration as an artist that we could look up to remember when you were splitting kfc buffets with your with your girlfriend yeah on touch the sky right um <clears throat> and you were struggling for real. You in, on spaceship. You worked at the Gap, and you was just trying to. You wanted to quit your job so you can go make beat, five beats a day for three summers. Like that's that was struggle. That was something we all could relate to. So don't. I don't want to hear you talk about your fucking pro, your rich people problems. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like what? Do, what do y'all think about? How you feel about that? Virgil, Pyrex, Dante, Snapback, Iben, Diamond, Shata, Shining. Look. Every rapper always talks about they a real nigga, right? Yeah. That, that seems to be the conversation. Well, Con- Kanye, you ain't got no real niggas around you. I think that's what Kanye's issue is. You got all these yes men around you telling you can do whatever you want. But you ain't got nobody to tell your ass, chill out, bro. Like John was saying, yo, you talking about these rich people problems. You ain't got real problems. You know what I'm saying? You don't yeah. think all these other artists out here have issues? And just to rewind it a little bit. I'm the biggest Kanye West fan in the world. Yeah. Like I truly, truly he, believe he, I've been a Kanye lying, West y'all. fan 
forever. He loves Kanye. But man, we gotta stop giving this nigga a pass talking about, oh, because he's an artist, that's a pass for him to be crazy. Yeah. Nah, yeah. ain't a pass for you to be the crazy. Nope. Frank Lloyd White wasn't wasn't crazy. He's the greatest architect in the history of architects, in our, of architecture. He wasn't crazy. Stop giving this man an excuse for all these antics and stuff. Yeah. Dude, stop surrounding yourself with all these yes men. Get yourself some real upstanding individuals that's going to hold you accountable. You right. don't have issues. We have issues. We got to go to work every single day. Right. We got real bills to pay. Bro, you live in a mansion. You married into a, a super rich family. You know what I'm saying? You're one of the Mega biggest rich. stars in the world. Yeah. How are you? How are you how can you truly sit here and say that you're struggling? Right. That if you you don't if you finance your dreams, your family is going to going going to starve. Right. <laughs> Last time I checked, you what is Kanye two hundred million worth over two hundred million dollars? You know what I'm saying? Easy. Okay. Say say the situation is that you are doing all this funding by yourself. Stop burning all these damn bridges. You are you getting out here talking about Nike? You right. ruining deals for Kylie Jenner. Exactly. You talking about Jordan Brand? You talking about all these brands? Now you talking about you don't want to mess with Apple. Your music's not going to be sold on Apple. Stop burning all these bridges so these people want to align themselves with you. Right? It's kids out here like us that would die to be in the position that you're in. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You don't think Jay Z has dreams and goals that that he wants to accomplish? You don't think Beyonce has these same goals? J Cole, Kendrick Lamar, Drake has these same goals? Of course they do. But you know what they're going to do? I'm going to be quiet. I'm going to conduct myself accordingly so these people want to stand next to me. You, were, Kanye was the guy that gave hope to the dreamer. He's the one that showed us that we can make music a certain way, yep. that we can have a lifestyle a certain way, we can conduct ourselves a certain True. way and, and be confident in who we are. Now that that thing is just totally been twisted, now I'm starting to think, no, for real, dog, you really are going crazy. Yeah. The, the people that you're surrounding yourself with are letting you go crazy. Charlemagne said this when he was on the Breakfast Club. Like, no, your problem is you don't have no real niggas around. You don't have nobody that's going to check you. It's the same thing that happened with Michael Jackson. Same yeah. thing that happened with Whitney Houston. Same thing that happened with James Brown. Yeah. You got all these people around you that just want to be around you. Right. They want to feast off the opportunity to give help, them. Though. Virgil, we're off-white. Who's one of the biggest inspirations behind my clothing brand? You got Ivan, who's his personal barber. You know what I'm saying? These dudes have been with him. You got Don C, who's been with this dude since day one. Obviously, these dudes, they're, they're reaping the benefits of hanging out with Kanye West, but are y'all really taking care of Kanye West? Because yeah. like once it. he goes down, y'all best believe y'all going down yep. right with him. Yep. But y'all letting this man carry along, acting a fool the way he is. He gets on record, and I know we're going to get into the record, and I got yeah. a big issue with that as well. <laughs> he gets on record, bro, you got a wife and kids, man. You better cherish that. Talk sitting out here calling your wife a bitch. A bitch. Yeah. Stop sitting out here talking about she you fucking weird. models and fucking strippers and bleaching <laughs> assholes weird. and stuff like that, dog. Don't do that, dog. Because if some kids, you know what you're doing? Now, you're influencing a generation mine. of kids to think that this is how you conduct yourself. This is how you treat your woman. This, this is how you treat your wife. This is how you treat your yeah. queen. So now our perception of women is being misconstrued yeah. because the people that we look up to the most are telling us, no, it's okay to conduct yourself like this. Right. Call yourself a Christian, but then get on here and call, and call everybody bitches and hoes and all this <laughs> stuff. You know what I'm saying? I take offense to that. Yeah. Like the, I don't know how many of y'all know out here, but the life of Pablo means the life of Paul. Oh, yeah, it was about yeah. Paul was an apostle Paul. in yeah. the Bible that went around the world teaching about Jesus Christ. I take mad offense to that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. As a believer in Christ myself, for you to say that you're an apostle to Christ is mad offending, yo. 
for you to get to for you to get on record and then talk about and conduct yourself the way you conduct yourself dog you need to wake up you living in this fantasy world i don't know if it's hollywood i don't know if it's the family that you married into i don't know if the people that you surrounding yourself to maybe you need to go back to the south side of chicago he ain't going there and and get a reality check. he don't want to go back there Oh, he don't because it's too real. Yeah. Nah, him and his mom up, packed up that U-Haul van. He ain't going back. It's too real. Or something. <laughs> he needs to do something. He need dog. Dame Dash. He needs somebody in his somebody, corner. Dame dog. would tell him like, "Yo, son, you wallet, cut it so, out." So, man, I, I feel like we gave him, gave him, gave him. We went. Hard we can go, game. bro. They, and, th- 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 and this is what I'm. This is where it comes from, dog. <laughs> because we're such fans, dog. We grew up on yeah, this man. It's only because we care. We kept. We yeah, were. We care. We care. Fifteen, sixteen years old. When this dude came out, dog, like we care so much, and he's a big part of our childhood, and he's such a big floor, at least over my life, dog. Like he's one of the I, last heroes that we got. Of yeah. a, not just a cultural hero, but a, not just a black hero, a cultural hero. He's a worldwide phenomenon. You know what I'm saying? He's somebody that we looked up to, and it just hurts, dog, that for you to have this power and to be where you are in your career, that you aren't utilizing it to the best of its ability and to really have the impact that you could really have on lives. And I just, I'm a huge fan of really uplifting the culture, uplifting these kids, man. These kids are watching. They see everything. I've been to Kanye West concerts. I've seen the influence this man has over people. And for you to conduct yourself like this, knowing that these kids are watching and you think it's okay, it hurts, man. And I I really take offense to that, dog. it kind of like, makes me like not want to be a fan. I, I hope, I don't want to wish that he has a mental illness, but I hope that that is actually the problem and it's not that he really thinks these things that he's saying. Yeah. And if that is the case, like someone get this dude some help. Like help him out. You know what I mean? Like I hope this is one of those cases where he doesn't know what he's saying or he doesn't realize yeah. what he's doing. Um, and I, you touched on a lot of things about burning bridges. This is the funny thing. So he now he did say some things in this rant that I kind of agreed with. As, as standalone statements, right? But and you get those all the time. Yeah. Like, you always get those within his little rap. <laughs> right. Like, okay, I agree for with instance, that, but... For instance, he said, to Pitchfork, Rolling Stone, New York Times, and any other white publication, please do not comment on black music anymore. I love, love, love white people, but you don't understand what it means to be the great-grandson of ex-slaves and make it this far. The system is designed for colored people to fail, and one of our only voices is music. One of our only ways out is music. Don't tell me LeBron had a bad game, what your jump shot look like? Now these four tweets just stop right there. Is like, dope. Stop. Right. Don't these, these, sign out. He would have never said anything else before this and anything after these four tweets. It makes so much sense. I'd have been like, Kanye, I fucks with you. Like I would have loved these four tweets right here were cool. And that, now it's weird because twelve tweets ago you was asking one of these rich white people, Mark Zuckerberg, Bert, for a billion dollars, <laughs> and then you gonna go back and then you are gonna say. You don't want them listening to your music, basically. You can you can give me money for my projects, but don't listen to my shit. Don't watch my shit and don't comment on it. Paul McCartney, you what can are you sing talking about? Paul McCartney, you can sing on my song, yeah. but don't talk about my shit. Yeah. And a winner, you can come to my fashion shows. But don't you, say nothing about it. Don't say <laughs> shit about, that shit about don't wear it. Don't talk about it. Don't you, do nothing. You can't say awesome. You, you can't do that. Walt Disney, I look up to y'all, but damn it, don't say nothing about my creation. I just look up to y'all. I want to be like y'all. Yeah. You want to be the head. It's he fun. always said he wanted to be the head of Celine. Ain't nothing but white people in there. So yeah. what? I'm going to design all these clothes, but don't say nothing about it. Don't say like, nothing about it. And that's my biggest thing, bro. Like, dog, you're such a walking contradiction. So, yeah. How is it possible that no one around you is saying, know. like, bro, stop? Like, like bro, like, chill out. I, if my one of y'all, my brothers, anybody that I'm really cool iron with. Iron sharpens iron. Bro, I'm going to be right. around y'all like, yo, chill out. 
Like yeah. you, you tripping, dog. Like what was you don't see. I thought. I think out of everybody who maybe hopefully, hopefully I'm gonna pray <laughs> moving forward, given his new position as president of Good Music and yeah. someone who I think is you know a person. I would think that Pusha T would would kind of be like, yo, yeah, look, <laughs> or anybody know, that. You know, I think I, I think, think about the happen. times like I think if about Jay Z couldn't right. get this nigga to chill the fuck out, who can? But I don't Push understand. It, I think <laughs> I think you know people like uh, that Kanye respects, and I, I, I don't know maybe maybe Jay just kind of like just threw his hands up. But like you yeah. get people like Swiss Beats, and we talk about you know different lyrics of the song. Swiss Beats produced Famous, yeah, which has the, the infamous line about. Taylor Swift, right? Yeah. I always think about that. I'm like, yo, why didn't Swiss, why didn't Swiss say? Don't say that, bro. Kanye, nah. Don't. We can put <laughs> right. anybody else's name in there. Right. Not saying that it's Swiss's job to, and maybe he did say it, but I don't think he did. I think that's where it goes back to like people being around him. You Swiss is probably like, this nigga say whatever you want. Yeah, because right after the line, it's a Swiss ad lib, ad lib. Yeah. And you know, Swiss had the record for a while. <laughs> yeah. He could have been like, and I'm sure he knows Taylor, and I'm yeah. sure he knows right. a lot I'm of. Sure. I'm sure he wants to work with Taylor. Yeah, now I think point. if it was to say, like, okay, well, who produced this record? And he'd be like, ooh, I did. <laughs> right. You know, and it just it kind of goes back to, like, everybody. Right. Like Julian, like Kane said, um, everybody really needs to step up and stop being afraid because Kanye does better. We all do better. Yeah. Kanye does bad. They all do bad. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's like iron sharp is iron, <laughs> man. They got to they gotta stop being afraid. They got to get it right. And... I don't, don't want to say, man. I think we all know. We all know he's a, Kanye is a smart individual. We know that. I don't think he realizes how much of a leader he truly is. Like how much, how much impact and power that he truly has. I think Kendrick Lamar is starting to see that. Like he has influence mm-hmm. that can really affect change. I don't think Kanye understands like the magnitude of his change because he's so high. I don't think he ever expected himself as a rapper to get that high. And you get up there, you're kind of like, damn. He's like, whoa, what? Whoa, what? okay. Give me a billion dollars. Okay, uh, I can do, I can do this. I, I, I can do that. Like having to control that much area, I think that's where it comes in. But that's where you having those people behind you, yeah, keeping you afloat and keeping you focused. And your faith, it goes back to you know the Christianity thing. His faith, and man, true if faith. you, if you, yeah, if you true, true faith, faith and you truly believe, and you truly, it, you know, you because. wake up and you read your Bible. And I'm not trying to get too deep into that, but. That if you do that, you good. You know what I'm saying? You look to yo your inspiration, your higher power. You read that good book, man. Can't nothing stop you. And to truly be that, and surround yourself with people that's gonna uphold that for you. Surround yourself with brothers that's gonna keep you accountable. Right. Not all these dudes that just want to be around you for a meal ticket just because y'all been cool for so long. It comes a time where you gotta cut certain people off oh, if yeah. they're not gonna continue to elevate your life and enhance you and ensure that you're going into the right direction and you're doing the same thing for them. You need to let them go. Yeah, and I think that's what this brother needs so to do. So he ended this tweet. He ended this rant uh, by saying, uh, "My album will never, never, never be on Apple, and it will never be for sale. You can only get it on title." Now, are we supposed to care that it's, it's on, not gonna be? But it's on sale on KanyeWest.com, isn't it? I, I I don't know. Is it? Is I it on think sale you can there? buy but, it on KanyeWest.com. Well, I think I think that's a lie though. Now that part I believe is a lie because you'd be dumb. It, he's stupid. Position. First of all, he has he has obligations to Def Jam. Yeah. And Rock Nation, they they're gonna sell the album. They know everybody in the world wants they this album. They're gonna they're gonna sell this album. <laughs> is the album gonna go on iTunes? Hell, yes, it's gonna go on iTunes. But guess what? It's too late now because there's reports coming out that it's already been pirated more than 500,000 times in the day. Like, I'm a real nigga. I'm going to keep it real. As soon as I saw that tweet, I was like, cool. Cancel my title. Found that shit within five minutes on Reddit. 
it's in my iTunes. That's all I care about. And like, this is. This has always been my big thing with the streaming service. Anyway, I, this is what was going to happen. Only yeah. thing you're going to do is give Napster more power yep, to make it's a comeback. Just like it was in the 90s. In the, you guys in the are, so what you guys are basically doing is saying, you know what? And Jay-Z tried to say, we're doing better for the artist, for the fan. No, you're not. You're, not. you're making your fans decide, okay, where do I want to give my money to? Yeah, or, I, I can't afford both. Right. Apple Music has some great things. Spotify has some great things. Tidal has some great things. I, I don't know what to do. Now you're... Yeah. you're your, your your fans are confused because one is signed up with Apple. They've right. been with Apple for right, especially a year if you're an or two iPhone years. User. Exactly. Hey, what you gonna do if you're a Drake fan and, and then you, his album come out and it's only album music? What yeah, you do and now you're like my favorite artist. I can't support my favorite artist because you guys are limiting me. So now I got to go and pirate it. Yeah, it kind of makes you wish like, damn, I wish the record store was still around because we can just go right to the record store and get the record. So I don't, I don't know. What the idea is behind this, I get the power structure. Everybody wants to be the number one, but you're not doing it right, man. It, or what's worse than the, terrible what what's worse than the, the pirating is some people who really just don't care, they just going to be like, fuck it. I don't need to listen to it. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Okay. <laughs> you think it's dope? Cool. cool. Yeah. I don't need to listen to, to it. it. Yeah. Future, where you at? Future put out a record <laughs> every <laughs> week. <laughs> it's going to be right. everywhere and right. it's going to be free. And okay. if anything, I'm here in the club every week, so yeah, I don't yeah. need to buy your music. I don't need to pirate it. I don't need to download it. Fuck it. You ain't gonna help me get so it. Different. Whatever. And music is coming out so fast it's now. So, and I, I think that's another thing too. It's like I almost felt like that. I was up the whole night. I was like, I had the TV on, waiting for the SNL performance. I was ready for the album to come out, and I was like, damn, I gotta get the title thing. And I was like, I'm not getting title. So first thing that popped in my head was I'll probably hear it in a couple months. <laughs> Pretty <laughs> right. much. Like what? It, when I hear it, I hear it. Hey, I yeah, and that's okay, right? <laughs> so since we all have heard it now, like we've heard it, and and uh, yeah, apparently he he did tweet out you can stream the life of Pablo on KanyeWest.com. So I don't know, this thing is weird. But. And on Saturday Night Live, <laughs> right? So he was like, so since, since <laughs> and from my homie's house because he got it on his laptop. <laughs> <laughs> so I assume we all have heard it. So I want to get into like the album review. Um, we just went hard on him, you know, and his tweets. But I want to know, like I said, separate the man from the art. Um, the art is out. We've heard the art as a standalone. I want to hear everybody's uh, everybody's opinions. Like, did it live up to your expectations, Kane? Did it live up to your expectations? This is what you expected from TLOP. Plop, the life of Pablo. He changed the name ten times. Is this what you wanted, Kane? I'm gonna tell you, when that ultralight beam comes on, uh huh. Duh, my spirit shook. Woo. Mm. When he had Kelly Price. Kelly Price. Y'all like, know about Kelly Price. I don't even know yeah, if our listeners understand. Do they even know who Kelly she is? Good. Kelly Price been popping since like 97. Hey. Do they even know who that Kelly Price is? That voice has been amazing since she was 400 pounds. She got rid of that weight, in a though. fur she got in rid the of back weight. of a with Bista Biggs and R. Kelly. Yeah, but R. Kelly <laughs> didn't know this. You know what I'm saying? That voice has been amazing. I mean, she's a jerk on the R&B Divas, but that voice never went nowhere. <laughs> and then telling himself he watched R&B Divas. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> hey, some, hey, whatever. Don't judge. Hey. <laughs> Don't judge. And then you hear Chance the Rapper. Chance killed it. Chance, killed it. yo, Chance, Chance, killed Chance just gained a fan. Yeah, he gained a fan. I didn't like him before because that acid rap, his voice was annoying, but I'm, I'm going to go listen to him. And then not, that choir. You got to listen to Somewhere in Paradise. Chance is not okay. Yo, you write that, that, down, that choir Paradise. behind that, mm. that gospel choir behind it, in the beat, which is so simple, very minimal. But that like that was just enough to like, whoa! Like I felt, I felt like it. Was, I felt like I was in church, and he said this was a gospel album. Yeah. Then you get Kurt Franklin coming at the bottom, like yo, yeah, he just like song. polished it off. And then the album goes into the rest of the album, and I'm Did like, damn, expectations? bro. Expectations? No. No. 
And then after that, it's like, nah. I think, you know what I did? Overall, (laughs) I like the album. Yeah. But I think I took songs, rearranged them, and and made my own album. Your own own playlist of the songs you like? So, live expectations? No? Um, Yeah. Not for you saying this is the greatest album of all time. One of, yeah, one of the greatest, one of the greatest albums, albums of all time. This is a yeah, no. album. You know what's so crazy? I'm actually tell you, I'm going to keep it real with you. Yeah. No, it did not because I'm already waiting for someone to get in his ear and tell him what happened about himself because I'm ready for the next Kanye album. Or, I know that one is going to be the or one. Or I'm ready for since supposedly this isn't the final version of the album. Yeah. He keeps saying he's he going to go back. Stuff, he's yeah. going to change wolves. He's going to add man. this song, take off this song. And then... He has 40 more songs with Kendrick Lamar and Young Thug, so Good Fridays is still going to come back on title. So it's like, right. shit, I'm just going to wait for the Good Fridays and, and take those songs and make my own album after that. Yeah. I, uh, it didn't really live up to the expectations because if you fat, if you rewind like four or five years, when we knew a new Kanye album was coming and it was supposed to be Good Ass Job way back when, right? I, and he, I remember like when he was talking about Good Ass Job coming out, that it was going to be the old Kanye. It was going to be rapping Kanye. And so that's what I wanted. I was like, yes, I'm about to hear Kanye spit again. I'm about, he about to have verses that I want to rap to. So this album did not give me that. So it didn't live up to expectations. Doesn't mean that it was a bad album. It just didn't give me the expectations. Because I wanted to have records like Crack Music. Yeah. You know what I mean? I wanted records you know, like Spaceship on here. Like... And that's what I was expecting to see, or like flashing lights. Like I wanted those kind of records where I just I want to rap every word. He didn't give me that. I feel like he only gives us that when he on a song with Jay Z. Have y'all noticed that? Like if he do a song with Jay Z, that's the only time he really like rap. Well, that's because he know. Which has been ten. No, well, he did it on Beautiful Fantasy. But yeah. outside of that, it was yeah. Almost, that album was like yeah. rap heavy. Yeah, yeah. But so, it had it had that album had so much meat to it. This album yeah. didn't have any meat to it as okay. far as lyrically. Yeah. He he gave us spurts here and there, but then he'd go back to saying some outlandish stuff like yeah. dog <coughs> excuse me. Like dog, why why? You're thirty <laughs> years old, why are you so, still talking about this? Like this so I could you... expect somebody younger to talk about these things, but you've given us so much meat before, yeah. but now you're like you're just giving us like bread snacks, and water. Yeah. You give me snacks <laughs> like I I'm not fulfilled. Like I like Jesus better than this album. Oh, damn, and I hate it. I love Jesus. I, I just, just for the, the concept behind it, what he was trying to get, the, the message he was pushing through with Jesus, yeah. I understood everything. And then I saw it live, and it really changed my perspective yeah. of it. And I agree with Kane on that. Jesus was, what did Jesus you, was amazing. What did you like in general with this album? What did you like? like production, of course. You, yeah. Production. Song production. structure was awesome. I still think that's. Yeah, the, his arrangement skills are yeah. still top notch. Production. Yeah. That's how we know he still got it. But, yeah. man, you know, like. Uh, like you said with the uh, Father Stretch My Hands. Yeah. The first one was crazy. Yeah. But then, like, the second one, he went into some more outlandish stuff. And <laughs> yeah. then, like, the, if you listen to I Father Stretch don't... My Hands Part 1, the way it starts off, it's the perfect transition from Ultra Light Beach. Like, oh, he about to hit us again. Oh, we about to go into the second part of the service. <laughs> and then he talks... <laughs> Listen, it's like listen. bleaching booty holes and stuff. Like, <laughs> what? This is the thing. When you, when you hear part two drop and that beat is so hard, and you like, and you riding the whip, you like, yo, this shit goes. Now just imagine beating the whip, and just imagine the dopest like trap heavy beat that you can imagine, right? But like with like chords and strings, yeah, and dope everything. strings in the background, piano, everything, right? And you like, yo, this is about to be the fucking best song on the album, and then his verse come in. And he auto-tuned in. I didn't like that. I thought he was off that shit. And he says, 
Now, if I fuck this model and she just bleached her asshole <laughs> and I get bleached in my t-shirt, that makes me that an asshole. asshole. <laughs> Nigga, what? I, I was When I first heard the song, I was vibing out and I was like, oh, this song about to be hard. <laughs> and then those four bars come in. I was like, what are you talking about? What 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 are you talking about, man? What are you saying? You know, so crazy. I didn't actually realize that <laughs> that verse was that uh, remedial until today. I was listening to it, and I, you know, it comes on so dope, Kid Cudi. Yeah, and it came on. I was like, <laughs> oh, next song. I just skipped it. I was like, man, I'm not even. I don't even care. I've never. I never banged but no. You model. know something crazy? I'm kind of like Kanye in myself right now. Okay. As dumb as it sounds, it makes so much sense. No, <laughs> it does make Nigga, sense though. Listen, the worst rhymes make sense. It, it makes I didn't so argue sense. with them. Okay, sense. read it again. Read it again. Okay. Read it again. It's okay. What he say? He says, <laughs> "Now if I fuck this model, okay, and she just bleached her asshole, she bleached it, okay, mm-hmm. she bleached her booty hole. I didn't even know that was a thing. That's a real it's, thing. It's happening. That's a thing. <laughs> okay, <laughs> she she bleached her booty I hole. I learned." Thank you, Kanye, because I learned something <laughs> on this song, so I appreciate that. Because she bleached the, her booty she, hole. She bleached her booty hole. Okay. Uh, and he get bleached on his t-shirt. T-shirt. I'm going to feel like an asshole. Uh, technically. He's going to feel like an asshole, asshole because he banged her. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it makes okay. So much sense. Okay. So much No. <laughs> no. I get it. I understand. It's, it is very <laughs> elementary, but those bars are trash. That is weak. It makes sense, though. Think about it. That is weak. And it's even weak for him <laughs> because ever since he came out, people always said, like, he's not a real rapper. He can't really rap. But back then, like, back then, 2004, 2005, 2006, he was really <coughs> rapping. It was cool. Like, it wasn't Jay-Z, you know what I mean? It wasn't Biggie, yeah. but he could rap. This is whack. Like, these are little kid rhymes. These are terrible. Like, did Chief Keep write this for him? Is what I, did Chief Keep write this? I don't know <laughs> who wrote it. This is whack. Like, so... All right, so that's what I didn't like about the album. That's like the lyrics was trash. Like, not, well, not trash because there's some cool lyrics, but overall, I didn't like that it wasn't that rap heavy. Like, he didn't rap enough for me. Um, there were a couple songs like uh, "30 Hours" where I felt like he cheated us. Like when you listen to "30 Hours" and he and he's spitting, um, you know, in the first two verses, those are, like his best rap verses on the album to me. And then there's a third. There's a, supposed to be a third verse, and he like. Kind of freestyling, uh, then he answers the fucking phone during the during the yeah. take, and he keeps he keeps saying three stacks, three stacks, and I'm like, oh shit, three stacks about the rap on this. I mean, he sang on there, his vocals are very low. You can't it, even tell it's him. I well, I knew it was him because you I did hear his voice come in, but it's like he only sang one part and Kanye kind of looped it. Well, I felt cheated because I was like, oh, we about to get, get a three, three stacks first. He, he, he got he got Andre three thousand <laughs> to come out of retirement and rap for us. Yeah, he got Frank Ocean. On like a phone call singing or something, which I, is real crazy. Yeah, so that I felt cheated on a couple tracks like that. Um, but here's here to explain those. Kanye did say he's about seventy percent focused on fashion, so that means he's only thirty percent focused on music, and it shows. Shame. That's a shame. And it shows. It does. Like show. when you listen to his music, I don't care. I didn't like Real Friends. I didn't like um, Thirty Hours. Just listen to the way he rapping. It's like, dog, you're not trying. You just. You're you're at the point where you're living off the fact that you're Kanye West. You can put out whatever you want right now. You're not one of them rappers like J. Cole, like Kim, that know, yo, one bad verse might set me back two or three years. You're like, I'm Kanye West. I can put out whatever I want to put out right now, and y'all still going to love me because I'm Kanye West. Man, stop yeah. giving this nigga a pass, man. Treat him <laughs> like y'all treat anybody else. 
Y'all go hard on Jay Z, and Jay Z got twenty years worth of music, right? That you can live back on, like yo, his whole catalog is amazing. If you want to talk about sitting on a yacht, he could. I give it Kanye a pass, man. Like your bars were not up to par. I went back and listened to Graduation after yeah. I listened to this album. Yo, that album still resonates tough with me right now because like the stories that he was talking about on that album and what he did, just talking about being funny and talking about how. He couldn't even afford layaway, like going in the stores and his pops told right. him he couldn't get it. Or, you know what I'm saying? Like those stories people can relate to, like you were speaking about earlier. It's like, dog, man, this dude, stop giving him a pass. Your bars were weak, bro. Like we know you can do better if you're even writing them. If you're even writing the rhyme, or you're just taking somebody else whack rhymes yeah. and just using them because <laughs> you only 30% focused on your music. Right. Dog, don't cheat us like that. You need to get back to the music because that's, that's where he really strives at. Like, the, the production was amazing on this album. It was, it was crazy. Good. I'll say the production was amazing. And it was, I mean, it wasn't Kanye. Granted, it, it was a lot of other Kanye, people, but yeah, I don't think still. that matters, though. Like, I get it. You got other people in there. You're in a whole other ball game right now. Yeah. You're not just competing with rappers. You're competing with pop stars and yeah, rock yeah. stars. So ain't nothing wrong with having other producers come in. But when you're going to rap, even if you got somebody else writing rhymes for you, like, no. You want to come here and write sure rhymes? Dope. Yeah, man. Let Chance after that Chance verse on that album, which was the best verse on the entire album. Let <laughs> right. Chance the rapper write your next album. <laughs> right. That guy right there right. is amazing. He's, what was uh? What, what was the best songs on the album to you, Sorrell? What was your best song? Best, best songs, songs on the album. <laughs> Ultra Light Beam, of course. Okay. FML. Three, give me three. Three best songs. Okay. Ultra Light Beam. FML. Yeah. And then I'd have to say. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. FML, FML is good. I guess, I guess, real friends for me. Real friends, yeah. Real friends, I like real friends because it sounds like that, you know, sound like kind of old Kanye, kind of talking about like you know real stuff, stuff that he went through, shit that we all can relate to. Yeah, Yeah. I like it when I hear Kanye songs, and I'm like, nobody could have wrote that except Kanye. And he had a couple lines on here, like yo, like um, I think it was on. I like real friends a lot. Uh, oh, he's looking for that. It might be highlights. It might have been highlights or highlights or dope. feedback. One of them joints. But he was saying some stuff like, "I know you're the only one that can say that." That's yeah, how yeah. I knew Kanye that's, wrote that. That's that Kanye that I love when he talks like that. Or, you know, when it's, it's it's almost like he goes back to to being broke. Yeah, that's when you know it's Kanye because he still has those Southside Chicago. Yeah, he sprinkles yeah. that in meets there banana for Republican you. old yeah. Navy type. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. what I like. What, what about you, Kane? What was your best songs? I mean, of course, Ultra Light Beam. I Ultra think that's Beam. one of the greatest songs he's ever made. Like, yeah. that song, that could have been up there with Jesus Walk. And he ain't even got a verse on there. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. He, he just, just oh, like, like, just the way that song was put together. <laughs> that's like, a that's, shame. When the best song, this nigga ain't even on the song. Yo, that, that song is close to Jesus Walks for me. That yeah. song yeah. is amazing. Okay. Ultra Light Beam, what else you got? Uh, Highlight. I think that's, Highlight. I guess if he has a single for the album, that's the single. Yeah. I guess. Uh, I like. I like Fade. I like the, the Fade's a good outro. I like I like Fade, song, man. You know? I like how it was put together. The the beat is crazy. I mean, the verse the verse could have been a little bit better. I think if he would have came off with like a really hard verse on that, yeah. that song would have been up there with one of the classic Kanye songs. But so yeah. Oh, yeah. those three though, those three. I think are are super I, uh, dope. For me, it's um, Ultra Light Beam. Uh, that's on everybody's list because that that song just makes you feel a certain way. Yeah. Like it's it's just it's a great all around song from it's just produced perfectly it's arranged perfectly like that's just a great song, um, and then I'm gonna go feedback feedback is like the first rap record on the album that makes me just be in a good mood it's one of them songs you want to play before you go to work before you go to school like get you ready 
you know, we talking about we about to get this paper. Like it just make you be like, yeah, yeah. that's damn right. I'm about to go clock in, yeah. get this paper real quick. You know what I mean? So it motivates you to go do whatever you're going to go do. Um, and then I like no more parties in LA. Like, I feel like that's his best verse on the album. Like he had lines in that, that I re- had to rewind. Like, I like that verse a lot. And that's why that song like stands out most to me. Um, and it ain't even like I know Kendrick's on the song, but it's really like I, that's the best Kanye rapping we get from the whole album since like New God Flow. <laughs> Man, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So those, those are my those crazy. are my three. Um, you know, so I wanna I wanna like kind of score it basically. So we we pick four categories <laughs> of the most important things for our album for us. So we pick lyrics, production, song quality, theme, and we all gonna give it four. You know, best out of four in each category. Um, Hopefully, if they get four scores, it becomes a hot 16. Yeah, I know, kind of corny. But that's what we, how, that's how we're going to score it. Sorrell, what you giving for lyrics? One out of four. What you got? What you got for the lyrics on this album? For lyrics? Yeah. I'm going to give it a two. Two. Two lyrics. Production, what you got? Production, I'm giving it a four. Four? Yeah. Four all the way. Song quality, what you got? Song quality. Ooh, lyrics, production, all that? Yeah, everything. Just quality of, of the music. <coughs> I give it three. Three? Okay. Shit. Who who add who count who keeping count? I'm gonna try to keep counting these. Theme, theme wise, just thematically, Two, four, did this so did this far. album did this album thematically fit together for you? To me, yes. Okay. I will say it did. So what you give it? it? Out of four. For theme, I give it a four. Four? Yeah. So we got a four for theme, four for production, that's eight. Song quality three, that's eleven. So you giving it a thirteen. So thirteen. 13. Thirteen out of yeah, sixteen. Two as well. A solid, yeah, yeah, two that for was lyrics. two for lyrics. Yeah, so that's a solid. <laughs> that's a solid thirteen. Kane, what you got for lyrics? Two, two. Yeah, it was, that was two quick. for lyrics. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, that's the first thing. That's why the album that dropped so low right away. It's two, <laughs> like I said, because he had some gems in there. A couple of them. Okay. Even like little lines, he was like, "You rather want to R and B." You want an R&B dude with a six-pack or a yeah. boss? Like, a lot of people are not going to think about that line, but you think about, like, all these fat millionaires, billionaires right. grabbing mm-hmm. all these beautiful women. Right. They're like, yo, I want a boss. You can have your six-pack. This dude got paper over here. Like, <laughs> that's how women, some women think. That's so. one of the best lines on the album. Too. Yeah. Production-wise, what you, what you for, give me, that, the, production, the production. I mean, I, th- I don't think you're ever going to get bad production from Kanye just because yeah. he... At the core, he's a producer. Yeah. yeah. So and his ears trained. Yeah. He's trained to hear great music great sounds so that'd okay. be a disservice if he ever had bad production song quality song quality uh i give it a three three for the song quality yeah okay. this is very similar to Sorrel score so far <clears throat> yeah. and thematically how'd you feel how do you how do you feel this album went together like the songs flowed one. together one give it a one <laughs> this is a one come on now college dropout Late yeah. registration. Those were like perfect graduation thematically yeah. 808s yeah beautiful fantasy yeah, yeah. Yeezus like yeah. think of how those albums just like you just press play and walk away. Like wow. you can't think of one song in College Dropout that you like. Nah, I'm gonna move this from here to here. Yeah, you can't do it. Let's so do it every day. You can't do it. Like College Dropout. So Kane, Kane's giving it a ten it. out of sixteen. Um, for me, lyrics. Uh, I gotta give it a one, bro. Giving it a one. These lyrics. Some of these lines are just so whack like he got some that sprinkle in i'm like all right that's cool but no lines make me be like oh like he don't have none of them lines be like god damn that was sick i want to hear that again like there's no lines like that and so even when the good ones aren't good enough to make the whack ones disappear like the whack ones are so whack 
like that ass bleaching the asshole was just so whack that. <laughs> but it made so much I, sense though. It, it ain't about making <laughs> sense. It's about the creativity. That's just whack. Like I can't respect. I get it at all. So I'm gonna give it a one on the lyrics. Uh, production four, obviously. Song quality is a four to me because I mean he makes quality music. Like the songs sound good. Um, and so I'll give it a four on the quality. Thematically, I'll give it a two. I mean, it's, the theme is the theme starts out dope, but then it kind of drifts off, and then it picks back up to the theme, and then drifts off again. So it doesn't. The songs don't fully flow together the way you would think they they would. Um, but it was it was decent. So I, you know, I'll give it a. I said three. I right? think I'll the fact it a, I heard a three on the theme. Um, for my, you know, so that gives it a cumulative score score of a twelve. So I mean, we all thought it overall. I think we all agree it was it was a cool album, right? It was cool. Yeah, it was cool. It was, it was definitely cool. I don't yeah. know how much playback it's gonna get though. Yeah. yeah, I know. I know. For me, I I don't know. I just listen to music different. You know, I'm real particular about the type of music I listen to and what I truly want to feed to my spirit and my soul. I know, like the Pimple Butterfly, that was on rotation for so long. Yeah. Like, I still I heard all right today, like with some headphones on. Like, yo, I'm about to go back and listen to the Pimple Butterfly again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I listen to. Push's last album. I listened to Puff Daddy's last album. Like, yo, these albums resonate with me so tough. I don't think this album is really going to resonate. I think I think Kanye knows his album's not going to resonate. I think he'll be back out with some music real soon because, especially Kanye, with this album, this is my personal opinion. Take it how you want it. He just threw Drake in out of the loop. He just said, Drake, it's come take turn. over. Yo, come turn. take over. Yeah, yeah. But you had a perfect opportunity to say no. And he, hard enough. and he said in this, I think it was one of his tweets or Something that he just reestablished himself as the best artist in the world, as the yeah. best artist in rap. No. Drake is sitting at home like, yes, this is what I needed. <laughs> Thank right. you for the alley Thank you for opening that door. I can't wait. Till it's Drizzy. takeover time. I can't yeah. wait till Drizzy's out. You know, it's so crazy you say that because I'm, I was <clears> listening <throat> to uh, Life of Pablo and I'm thinking like, damn, I can't wait on Drake album. Yeah. Because I, you know, when I listen to Kanye, I listen to like, I listen to hear the great beats and those great stories. I don't really care about the bars because he's like he's more of a poet to yeah, me somewhat. Yeah, yeah. But I was thinking I was gonna get bars. I was <laughs> right. hoping I was gonna get like you know something, and um, I didn't get that. So now I'm like, okay, Drake, Chris Breezy with the dance moves. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just know I just know Drake heard the album. He started rearranging view. Like, all right, I'm gonna take this song I'm, off. I'm ready. He's like, Let's oh, go I back just... in. Let's put this back in. Cause th- this is, I think Drake knows this is a, a defining moment because he feels Kendrick is on his heels, Jake yeah. Cole is on his heels, Big Sean is on his heels, so he knows like he's it, like top it, dog it, it ain't gonna to, do nothing. Oh, to the, my, the, the, the top of the game, right. this guy ain't gonna do nothing. That's, that's the best me. you got, Kanye. It's my yeah. turn. To oh, take he's that coming. Turn. You know, Drake so, is hungry. He wants. Yeah. Drake wants. Drake that's what wants, I love. That's one thing I love about Drake. He's a competitor. Yeah. Drake wants to be the best. Yeah. Like, you can't do nothing but knock I, that. He wants to be the best. And he, I think he just saw his opportunity. Like I when, cannot wait when for Michael that saw album. Magic. When Michael saw Blood, and he sniffed Blood with Magic Johnson, and Larry Bird. Yeah, he took he it. Ready. This, this mm-hmm. is what Drake about to do. Kobe right did now. with Jordan. I can't exactly. wait for yeah. that views LeBron from the six. <laughs> I cannot wait to review views from the six. That was our first album review. I, I feel I feel so proud of this review. Y'all need to go listen to it for yourselves though. But we'll have our scores in the show notes. You can see how we all felt about the album. But we would we would love to know what y'all think. So reach out to us on, on Twitter and Instagram. I want to know what everybody else thought about this album. Yeah, please don't take our opinion. This is just yeah, our yeah. personal this is just opinion. Our opinion. We some Kanye stands. Obviously, yeah. you can tell by how oh, passionate yeah. we're getting. But <laughs> hey, it might be a classic Kanye album to y'all. You know what I'm saying? This is just how what we felt about it. Please yeah. form your own opinion. Let us know what you think, man. Reach out to us. We love to hear y'all feedback. Sure. We want to have y'all dialogue. I encourage y'all to listen to exactly. it. Exactly. 
Please Definitely. listen to it. Yeah. Please listen to it. Yeah, yeah. listen, listen to it. it. Yeah, yeah. If, if it was whack and I didn't want you to hear it, I would tell you. If it any, was worth listening to. If anything, man, support the culture, man. Yeah. So support it. Always support we, it. If we don't get so, inspired by it, I think yeah. he, you know, I think a lot of people will listen to this and I hope <clears> a lot of like musicians are gonna be like, okay, with the production, let me step it up. I told Surround, I told Jay, man, the one thing it did do, man, it put a battery pack in my back. So when I start working on my next music project, I know I want to elevate myself to a whole nother level. You know what I'm saying? I want to take my music production to another level. Uh, lyrically, it did push me. Like, you know what? I want to be a great lyricist. I don't want my music to be dumbed down like some of these Kanye lyrics were. So, yeah, man, listen to it and form your own opinion behind it. And let us know what you think, man. We, it's really interesting to hear what all our all of our listeners have to say. And we can some dialogue with it. No doubt, no doubt. So before we get out of here, any closing <coughs> remarks? We're going to do our little shout-outs or whatever. Can anybody want to holler at for this week coming up? Yo, I want to shout out my on? brother, man, DJ Omizi. He really out here doing his thing, man. He's, my brother only been DJing for about a year, year and a half, man. He's yeah. had stints. Yo, shout out to Omizi, man. He is out here doing it. I was just, uh, yeah. I was reading an article about him. Yeah, he killing it right now. Only been doing it. He, he, he been hosting parties since we was in junior high, high school, doing his thing like that. He decided he wanted to pick up a turntable, man. He been out here grinding like one of the hardest working dudes I've ever seen. And within a year, year and a half, man, he's doing big things. So shout out to DJ Omezy, man. He's out here doing it. Where, where can the people find you? Where can they find me you? on Instagram? Yeah. I am Kane XX. I am K A N E X X. I mean, I have a Twitter account. I'm not really on there, so I mean, I might get back on there. We'll see. Yeah, what you happens. gotta get back on there, man. Twitter, where it's at, man. Black Twitter be turned up. Dang. <laughs> Black Twitter be turned up. <laughs> I just started using Twitter again. That should be turned. I'm doing the live tweets, bro. Uh, Sorrel, where, where can the people find you? Man, you already know. Uh, you can find me on outs. Twitter, Instagram, Sorrel Bell. I am Sorrel Bell. Um, mm-hmm. Facebook, Sorrel Bell. It's easy. Type it in. You got me. Uh, shout out. I want to shout out to my people of camp. They put together a cool event. Uh, people of camp, my guy Paul. Thanks for sticking around, man. I really appreciate you, Z. I really appreciate you. Yeah, yeah. And you guys, man. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, for sure, man. We here for show number two, man. Uh, I want to give a shout out to, to the producer, Mino. Y'all can't, y'all can't hear him, but Mino ain't here on the boards holding it down. He's a ghost. He don't have no Instagram, Twitter, but we're gonna try to get y'all. We're gonna try to get y'all to be able to see Mino at some point. Uh, but shout out to Mino. Uh, shout out to Day One's clothing out there repping it. You can probably catch them at Tuesday Blend if you're in Vegas. They'll probably be at Tuesday Blend next month. Um, and you know, I am Stateline J. You can follow me on Twitter at Mister Right Now, Mister W R I T Now N O W. Um, you can follow me on Instagram at, at Stateline J. Uh, at Stateline Clothing. You can follow the show at Hot 16 Show on Instagram and Twitter. And you can go check out Stateline Clothing at www.welcometostateline.com. Brand new website. We're going to bring you all the content. Um, you can get directly to the podcast from there too. Um, so before we get out of here, we do want to share some things. Obviously, a lot of things happen in the month of February in hip hop. So I, one thing we want to start doing is like bring you like this week in hip hop history. Um, and so I'm going to have my man Sorrell Bell. Yeah, what, what yeah. Ha- what happened in hip hop in February, man? man? February been has been a big month for hip hop history. We're gonna start it off by my man Ed Lover's birthday, okay? Which was February Love, 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 he's Yo, a legend. Shout out to Ed May turns fifty three this month. The young people don't know who Yo, Ed Lover is. They don't know about. They, they don't know about him. They, they don't know about him. Know. Go do Somebody that they do know and they should know is Tupac Shakur. He released his album All Eyes on Me. Yeah, mm, that was a big. Ago. That was tough. Twenty years ago. Another That's great crazy. album that was released was the Fuji's The Score. Fuji's The Score. Mm. Too Yo, amazing. All y'all young folks, y'all mm. go go look that up right now on Apple Music or Tidal or Spotify, wherever you at. Mm. What else we got? What else happened another, in February? Um, something else in February, unfortunately, was the passing of Jay Dilla. Jay Dilla. You know, shout out Jay Dilla. February 10th. 06. Everybody loves Dilla, man. 
You can't, there, you can't find someone who loves music without mentioning Dilla. We wouldn't yeah. be having this conversation about Kanye West if it wasn't for nah. Jay Dilla. We wouldn't have heard that common dude. B. There wouldn't be a Kanye West. There nah. wouldn't be a common <laughs> nah. yeah. without Jay Dilla. You know what That's I'm saying? Right. So yeah. What Speaking of Dilla and Kanye, the college dropout. Came college out. dropout. Man, man. classic. So I remember where I bro, was when that first came out. Bro, man. I left school. I, I Middle school. Yeah. I've only done that for two albums. I did it for a college dropout. I did it for Usher's Confession. Yeah. Middle school... We just got up and left. We like we we wanted to be the first ones at school to have this album, and it was the craziest thing. I remember when it through the wire video came on BT. Oh, that on was the a basement. Good day. It was on yeah. the basement. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that Rap day. City. <laughs> Let me tell you. Shout out to Big Tigger. Wherever you at, Big Tigger. Me and my man, boy went man. so crazy. We just we was jumping up and down like some schoolhouse girls, dog. That was such a moment for us. Such a moment, man. So shout out to that man. College dropout dropping on this day. What a historical moment in hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also, Erica Badu, Badu was. Mm. Oh yeah, that was a great classic, Badu. classic album. And shout out to Erica, man. She's just she got she's a classy, still. sexy she, lady. She, she's still killing it. And she, she got she got voodoo coochie. <laughs> she do. <laughs> you know, how how you got? How are your baby daddies heavyweights hey, what is, in the and game? They all get weird. Coochie. If y'all yeah. don't know, please. If y'all know, please tweet me at uh, you know Mister Right Now. What is voodoo coochie? Hey, Erica Badu got voodoo coochie. Look at Andre three thousand. Tell me off the air. Tell me off the air. Tell me off the air. Tell me off there. Y'all, somebody tweet me. And let me know. What <laughs> and also, we talked about my man D'Angelo in the Vanguard earlier. It was his birthday. This money turns forty-two. Happy birthday! Woo! Happy shout birthday out D'Angelo. And um, the unfortunate passing of Big L. Big L, man. Passed and if y'all don't know great. Big L, Big L, let me tell you, The Rock was about to be the greatest. Uh, I mean, The Rock was probably the greatest label ever, anyway. But if they would have got Big L before his pass, The Rock, Rock that would have been, been Big L was just just take. Biggie and Jay Z. Well, yeah, Biggie and Jay Z and, and mash them into one person, <laughs> right. and you got Big L. You know what I'm saying? Like Big L was something special, man. He was the one. He was like the next one, or he he would at least been in that category. He would have been with the Jay Z, Nas. It'd have been Big L conversation. If we hear Jay Z and Nas now, but it would have been Jay Z, Nas, Big L would have been the conversation. Easy. If you ain't never heard Big L, we gonna have a playlist in our show notes. You can you can download the playlist through Apple Music of a collection of the songs that kind of go with today's theme. Um, so you'll get some Big L, you get some Tupac, you'll get some Kendrick Lamar on there, Erica Badu. I want y'all to check that out in our show notes. You'll hear a song called Ebonics by Big L, which is mm. probably his best, well, I mean, in my opinion, his best song. And uh, you're going to hear what rapping is really like. And you're going to realize that a lot of these current rappers ain't rapping like that. And this was 17 years ago almost. So, yes, yeah, so shout out, you know, rest in peace to Big L. <laughs> Um, and thanks again for everybody for listening. Um, like I said, you're listening to Hot 16, the number one hip hop podcast in the world. I am State Line J. This is Sorrell Bell. Say, say goodbye to the people, Sorrell. Yo, Sorrell Bell, man. I'll catch y'all next time. Check yeah, the yeah, show out. King. Say goodbye to the people. Yo, 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 man. We really appreciate y'all for tuning in with us. And I do want to apologize, man. I know y'all heard a lot of cough from me. I'm really trying to shake this cough out here. So if I interrupted <laughs> y'all listening experience. No doubt. Yeah, I truly apologize, man. Thank y'all for tuning in with us once again. No doubt. Appreciate y'all. We'll see y'all next week. Till next time.